eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Let's talk about the sizzling hot Chicago Cubs. They win an extra inning game, which I'll I'll get to momentarily after now seeing the extra inning rules in place. They beat the Pirates. They sweep the Pirates. The Cubs are now 7-2 to start things off. I had a conversation with my friends at our sister station in Milwaukee. This was before the season started. The Cubs were getting ready to open up against Milwaukee. And I said that this bunch of Cubs is embarrassed, angry, and motivated coming into this season. And when I threw that out on Twitter, there were some people like, well, you know, their bullpen doesn't matter. Their bullpen's bad, although for the last couple of days has been pretty solid. But one of the things that I liked about this team going in is that it had the the thing that we always talk about, the edge, had that edge to it. I talked with players in the offseason and in um, preseason and spring training of guys that feel like they had their manager fired, that they didn't play good enough to keep Joe Madden around. Now, that's not to say that they don't want David Ross. They do. They like David Ross, and he has a very calming effect on that clubhouse, yet he is one to quickly kick a guy in the hiney if they need their hiney to be kicked in. This group feels like they have something to prove. I had a conversation with Jason Hayward. We talked. It was a a really great interview. We talked for like 20 minutes about everything that was going on. And at the time, he was still in Arizona, and there were a bunch of Cubs that were still in Arizona. They stuck around together. A couple of them lived together. They were holding these kind of impromptu, like socially distant workouts. He had told me that when they closed the facility or when they told when the the folks in charge told him that they were going to close the facility, that those guys all like got together, got trucks, pulled all the workout equipment out of the facility so that they would still be able to use the equipment. He told me that those guys looked at the last dance together 
and got motivation from it. Like it was part of their group text, like them talking about what thinking that this might be their last dance, like looking at the contract situations for Chris Bryant and Kyle Schwarber and Javi Baez and thinking maybe this team isn't going to have its core of individuals to, to play together for much longer. So you have these guys coming into this season being extremely motivated. Hayward even brought up the idea of trying to, to get another ring for John Lester and trying to get him into the, the, the Hall of Fame. Lester, so far, in his two starts, has been really good. He went five innings without giving up a hit in the first start. This start, he comes back. And he throws six innings, four hits, and only gives up one run. He was fantastic yet again, so the ERA is is below a one for him. And it's crazy because you see a guy get taken out of a game where he's throwing a no-hitter, and you're like, man, that's weird. But I, I think that if anyone knows John Lester, it's David Ross. And we're seeing how that how that plays into the way that the Cubs are starting off and how Lester himself is starting off. He has been in the strike zone. He has been keeping the ball low, going high when the situation calls for it, and still being able to get people out. It's fun to watch him. The Cubs overall, man, you look at you look at what they've they've accomplished in these first nine games. They're scary. They're getting it from a lot of different people. They're and yes, I understand that the Pirates are not good and they might possibly be tanking, especially the way they played that tenth inning. Oh my goodness! All right, let me let me get to it, and then I'll get back to talking about the Cubs specifically. JD said it on the broadcast, and he was a hundred percent right. It's like this new rule has made people stupid. This this starting the the inning with a runner on second, it's like it's made people stupid. You had a situation where there's a ground ball to the left side and the runner on second tries to advance to third. I'm sure Javier Baez was like, are you serious? It's one of the easiest outs that he's ever been able to, to assist on right there. It's not just the Pirates. It's happening all across baseball. Where guys, I guess there is some pressure, like, oh, well, the runner's on second. We got to get this run home. And there's pressure, and you end up doing something really, really stupid. Like getting yourself out, at, making the first out at third base. They give you a free double. And even the at-bats, like the at-bats for the Pirates in that that inning were bizarre. I heard Tim Kirkshin talking about this with Dan Lebitard, and he's saying that he thinks that there's a super, that this year's been super sloppy. And he's right. Now, I think some of that has to do with the fact that your mind might be elsewhere with everything that's going on and trying to survive inside the pandemic. But fundamentally, there has been some terrible baseball played, and it is on display when we get to the new extra inning rule. I read, no, I saw a video, Hannah Kaiser, who I've had on the show before, 
she brought up a really interesting idea. Instead of the automatic runner on second, why not just make it like cricket and everything is in play? Anything that's actually in the ballpark is in play. It might be a more elegant and fair way to go about playing baseball than putting a runner on second base. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny that she brought it up. It it actually kind of made sense to me. Anyway, back to the Cubs and their hot start. First or second. That's all you got to do is finish first or second. With the things that are going on inside the division overall, you have the Cardinals in complete disarray with them dealing with COVID. So let's, let's hope for the best and say that everyone inside the Cardinals organization is healthy at, at, at the end of this. The guys are able to recover and have no long-lasting damage from COVID. Even in a perfect world where that happens and everyone comes back 100% healthy, they still got to make up these games. And they're going to be asked to play doubleheaders. They're going to ask me be be playing back-to-back doubleheaders probably if they don't get back on the schedule tomorrow. You have Milwaukee losing one of its best players. And I understand that Lorenzo Cain is towards the end of of his career, but he is still one of the best outfielders in the National League. And him walking away from the from the Brewers is like, that's a blow. Like, that's a major blow. But the Cubs have been doing it on their own. Like, they're getting some help, but look at what they've already accomplished. It's, it's good. You're, I don't, God, I'm bad at math. What are you now? Almost... 15% through the season and you're sitting there with a 7 and 2 record. They they seem to be overall like franchise wise, they seem to be doing things right. Chris Bryant takes a cue from the the guys in Cincinnati, doesn't feel well. Says, "You know what? I'm going to stay home just in case there's something wrong with me. I'm going to quarantine myself just in case." They test him, and so far he's tested negative. And I hope that that continues to be the case, especially considering that he's got a little baby at home now. They're off to a wonderful start, and I think that they deserve a ton of credit. You look at that lineup, they've had everyone contribute here or there. Maybe not in every game. But here or there, you know, Rizzo's hitting the ball out of the ballpark, but he's not really doing much else. Same thing for Javi, although Javi comes through with the game-winning hit today. Schwarber with a really big at-bat in the fifth. Even guys that you weren't expecting to play a role, like Steven Souza with a heads-up base running. He actually did the 10th inning right. Oh, we're going to bunt. Oh, you're going to run and try and defend the bunt without the shortstop covering third. It's wide open. Let me go take the base. Like, that's smart. That's smart baseball right there. And they're they're getting just enough production. But what's been really cool about the Cubs is their starting pitching has been good. Lester two times has been good. Darvish was good enough. 
We saw what Hendricks did in the starter. Alec Mills did fine. So, so far, so good for the Cubs. Like, this is a really good way for them to start to build and and try to get out to a lead that, that can't be caught. That's your goal. You're you're trying to make it to the playoffs for sure, but you're trying to win the division. Give yourself some options on what it is that you want to do. But this is a wonderful start. They're right there with the Twins. The Yankees have a better win percentage. And and the if you look at the rest of the teams in the division, granted, you had two teams that couldn't play this weekend. Milwaukee and St. Louis couldn't play this weekend. So the Brewers are stuck on six games and being three and three. But the Cubs are doing what they have to do. They've won three in a row. They sweep the Pirates. And now they get themselves ready for a four-game series against the Royals. The Royals are terrible. Well, I'm sorry. I said four games. It's two and two. They're doing the two and two thing like the White Sox are. So two games in Kansas City, two games, two games at Wrigley against Kansas City, and then two games against Kansas City in KC. That should be four wins. We could be talking about a Cubs team that's 11 and two by the time they're scheduled to take on the Cardinals at the end of the week. Who knows what's going on with the Cardinals or with the Marlins or with Major League Baseball overall. I, I can't tell you, and I don't know if Rob Manfred himself could tell you, but I do know that things have started off really well for David Ross and his crew, and they deserve to be applauded. That Cubs team is fun, they're having a good time, and they are winning baseball games. Javi Baez comes through in the 11th, knocks in a run, a little laser back up the box, and you win a game. It's all you need to do. Give yourself some some a chance, get some decent starting pitching, get some distance from the rest of these teams that are in your division. Great start. Great great start a week and a half in. Thanks for listening.